The History of College Football is a podcast dedicated to preserving the college football gridiron memories from years gone by. Please feel free to visit our website at historyofcollegefootball.com. Thank you. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Welcome to History of College Football Podcast. I am Jay Abramson, and I will take you down a gridiron memory lane. The national champions, the teams, the rivalries, the conferences, the Heisman winners, the rankings. Today, in our Christmas edition, we will discuss 10 of the most historic Rose Bowl games of all time. The 1902 Rose Bowl, the first Rose Bowl, Michigan 49, Stanford 0. The first Rose Bowl was played in front of 8,500 fans in a game called the Tournament East-West Football Game. A 3-1-2 Stanford team faced a 10-0 Michigan team coached by the legend Fielding Yost. Fielding Yost's point-a-minute Wolverines had outscored the opponents 555-0 that season. This game looked different than the games played today. The field was 110 yards long. There were no quarters, just two 35-minute halves. Teams were given three downs to make five yards. The forward pass was not legal. At halftime, Michigan led 17-0 in the second half. Michigan's point-a-minute offense used a three-prong rushing attack that ran at will. The player of the game was Michigan's Neil Snow, who scored five touchdowns. It was such a one-sided affair, they decided not to play the Rose Bowl anymore, and the game did not resume until 1916. The 1916 Rose Bowl, historic win for the West, Washington State 14, Brown 0. This was a historic Rose Bowl and a historic win. Yes, Washington State ended the game 6-0 and Brown was 5-3-1, but understand this game in its historical context. Brown was an Eastern powerhouse. Washington State had just played games in the Northwest. This was the second Rose Bowl. The first Rose Bowl was played in 1902, and Michigan's 49-0 defeat of Stanford was so decisive that the Tournament of Roses decided not to schedule it anymore because it was felt that the Western schools could not keep up with the rest of the nation. In 1916, the Rose Bowl finally played its second game, with the eyes of the nations wondering whether this Western school, Washington State, could keep up with Brown in front of over 7,000 fans on a muddy field. Washington State and Brown were embattled in a scoreless tie at halftime, 0-0. Zero to zero. But behind the running of fullback Carl Dietz, who rushed for 105 yards and one touchdown, Washington State scored 14 second-half points, and the defense stifled Eastern powerhouse Brown and its All-American halfback, Fritz Pollard, who was the first African-American to play in the Rose Bowl to secure the Cougars' win. Washington State outgained Brown 315 to 86 yards in a 14 to nothing shutout. The result of the game, the impact, the West Coast football was legitimized and the Rose Bowl had been played every year since. The 1926 Rose Bowl, oh, what a backdrop. Alabama 20, Washington 19. Wade Wallace's Alabama team entered the game 9-0 and and had allowed one score all season, a mere seven points. Washington entered the game 10-0-1, scoring 40 points per game. This was a battle of the heavyweights and a rare battle at that. See, up until 1926, the Southern Conference, the conference Alabama was in, was considered a non-powerhouse, and Alabama was a huge underdog. Behind two first-half touchdowns by All-American George Wilson, everything seemed to go as scripted for Washington as they took a 12-0 lead in the halftime. 
And not only that, but the fans and media could not comprehend why the score was that close. But coming out of halftime, Alabama stunned the college football world, scoring 20 points in the first seven minutes of the third quarter to take a 20 to 12 lead. And in the fourth quarter, Washington did cut the lead to 20 to 19. Late in the game, Husky George Wilson broke loose for a long run, only to be tackled before he reached the end zone. Alabama held on for the stunning win, and the Tide had stunned the college football world with one of the greatest upsets in college football history. The 1929 Rose Bowl, Wong Ray Regals. Georgia Tech 8, California 7. A 6-1-1 California team faced an undefeated 9-0 Georgia Tech team. Midway through the second quarter, defensive lineman Regals picked up a Georgia Tech fumble at the Georgia Tech 30-yard line. He was shoved, got turned around, and raced 69 yards the wrong way. His teammate, Barry Loam, chased him down at the Cal 3-yard line. Actually, attempted to spin him around back in the right direction, but he was tackled by a Georgia Tech player at the 1-yard line. As Cal was pinned near its own end zone, they opted to punt, but the punt was blocked for a Georgia Tech safety and a 2-0 lead. Georgia Tech never surrendered the lead. The final score, Georgia Tech 8, California 7, in a game that would forever be remembered as the Wong Ray Regals game. The 1939 Rose Bowl, the greatest upset of all time. USC 7, Duke 3. Now, I don't mean to take over here and speak hyperboles. I'm not really one to do that. But I find no loss in the annals of college football history more stunning than this loss. Had this game been a mere 40 seconds shorter, Duke would have amassed a feat no college football team ever amassed since 1938. They would have gone undefeated, untied, unscored upon for the entire season. As it is, this Duke team was only one of three teams since 1920 to procure that feat in the regular season. Here's the big picture. USC, down to its fourth-string quarterback, Doyle Nave, completed five passes in the closing minutes, the last, an 18-yard touchdown to Al Kruger with 40 seconds remaining to come from behind and win 7-3. Had just a single one of those passes fell incomplete, or had the fourth-string quarterback not had the drive of his life, the 1938 Duke Blood Devils would have assuredly been one of the greatest college football teams in the history of college football, and now for the game itself. The game was a scoreless tie for three quarters and had evolved into a clash of punting between Granny Lanzel and Mickey Anderson. With time running out in the third quarter, Duke's George McAfee had a 26-yard punt return to USC's 49-yard line. A tipped-into-McAfee pass set up Duke at the USC 25, and a few plays later, now in the fourth quarter, with 14 minutes remaining in the game, Duke's Tony Ruffer kicked a field goal to give the Blue Devils what must have looked like an insurmountable 3 to nothing lead. Again, they had not yielded a point all season. And then it happened. With two minutes remaining in the game, USC was on Duke's 35-yard line. USC's coach, Howard Jones, made the gamble of a lifetime and sent in their fourth-string quarterback, Doyle Nave, to try to generate anything. And this singular move forever changed the course of college football history. Nave completed two consecutive passes to Al Kruger that moved USC to the 16-yard line. And with 40 seconds remaining, he threw a touchdown pass to Kruger to secure what may have been one of the greatest upsets in the history of college football. 1940 Rose Bowl, the shutout streak ends. USC 14, Tennessee 0. Number two, Tennessee, after the game 13-0. Undefeated, undied, unscored upon. Coach Nealon's defense dominated their closest game was the season finale, 7-0 shutout of Auburn. Number three, USC, entered the game undefeated as well, but with two ties, 7-0-2. And while the Volunteers played the game without their star tailback, George Cafigo, who was injured back on November 11th in a game against the Citadel, what was surprising here is that the Vols gave up the only points of the entire season to a team that was, in their season, shut out once and had scored less than 10 points three times. This loss was in the midst of a 17-game shutout streak by the Volunteers. How did USC score? Ambrose Schildner 
ran for a one-yard touchdown, passed for another to lead the Trojans. The 1963 Rose Bowl, the first bowl game in the history of college football where number one faced number two. USC 42, Wisconsin 37. Entering the game, the USC Trojans 10-0 were number one. The Wisconsin Badgers 8-1 were number two. Wisconsin had defeated number one Northwestern and number five Minnesota. This historic matchup then lived up to the hype, translating arguably into one of the greatest Rose Bowl games ever played. Down 42-14 in the fourth quarter, Wisconsin quarterback Ron Vanderkellen led the Badgers to 23 unanswered points, and the Badgers were in position to win the game before time expired. In the process, he set Rose Bowl records for pass attempts, 48 completions, 33, and passing yards, 401. Video game numbers at the time. The game turned out to be so close, both quarterbacks were co-players of the game. Though the Badgers lost to USC, they finished number two. The 1971 Rose Bowl, Jim Plunkett stuns a nation. Stanford, 27, Ohio State, 17. Number 12, Stanford entered the Rose Bowl, 8-3, and and a 13-point underdog to number two, Ohio State, 9-0. In a surprisingly hard-fought game in front of over 103,000 fans, Ohio State led 17-13 entering the fourth quarter. But Jim Plunkett, who would go on to win Rose Bowl MVP honors, led the team to 14 consecutive points to secure the stunning upset. The 1976 Rose Bowl. Dick Vermeil stuns a nation. UCLA 23, Ohio State 10. In just his second season, Coach Dick Vermeil led UCLA into the Rose Bowl number five in the nation. They were 8-2-1. Ohio State entered the game number one, 11-0, and they were coached by Woody Hayes. Amazingly, this game was a rematch as Ohio State had defeated UCLA 40-21 in week four. Down 3-0 at halftime, the heavily underdog Bruins stormed back and built a 23-3 lead late in the fourth quarter. The 2006 Rose Bowl, one of the greatest games ever played. Texas 41, USC 38. The hype for this game was out of the world, and what was even more stunning, the game exceeded expectations. In front of over 93,000 Rose Bowl and BCS National Championship fans, both teams ended the game undefeated. Number one, USC was 12-0. Number two, Texas was 12-0. USC was going for its third straight national championship, was on a seemingly unstoppable 34-game winning streak, and had two Heisman winners on this team, the only team in history to boast that. Texas was formidable as well. The Longhorns won a 19-game winning streak and had a quarterback who was about to become a legend that evening in perhaps one of the greatest, some say the greatest championship game ever played with an arsenal of future NFL talent on both sides of the field. Quarterback Vince Young brought Texas back from a 38 to 26 deficit with 6.42 to play. And on fourth and five for 19 seconds to play, he took matters into his own hands as he darted nine yards for the game-winning touchdown. That night, Vince Young accounted for 467 yards, 267 through the air, 200 on the ground, and three touchdowns. Thank you for listening to this Christmas edition of History of College Football. I am Jay Abramson. Join us every Tuesday and Saturday for a new episode.